With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Joining us is the Patriots beat writer at NESN, uh, part of the podcast there as well, and apparently a washed up scrum half from Charles River Rugby Football Club. Zach Cox joins us. G'day, Zach. How are you doing? I'm doing great, guys. Thanks for having me. Oh, mate, our pleasure. Our pleasure. Washed up scrum half, mate. Our, I know we're talking NFL, but uh, you're looking forward to having the Rugby World Cup in your backyard in, four, uh, in a few years? I cannot wait. Very excited for that. The uh, USA team uh, has quite a, quite a lot of work to do in those eight years. Uh, they have to actually qualify for that World Cup first. But, yeah, definitely be very exciting to, uh, to have that tournament over here uh, coming up in 2031, I believe. You know, if you if you're following, um, I guess the progression of the soccer girls, Zach, you guys get every chance um, to make that, that World Cup with, with the uh, the amount of people and support that you have over there. Hey, just uh, on the Kansas City Chiefs, has the bubble burst? Uh, I don't think so. Uh, I definitely, it, it's the shine has come off them a little bit. I guess you could say. Uh, but it seems like they've gone through this uh, really in each of the last couple of seasons. I remember around this time last year, nobody was even really talking about them. They were just sort of, uh, I, don't, I don't know if you want to say written off, but they, uh, they weren't being viewed as that kind of overwhelming favorite in the NFL. And then you fast forward a couple months and they're the, the one that ends up lifting the trophy at the end. Uh, I still think they absolutely have to be considered as one of the two, three, four uh, top teams uh, in the entire NFL, and I'd be very surprised if they weren't one of those final four there at the end. Has this season been harder to pick than 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 most? Do you think? I'm just looking at it, you know. And you got teams leading divisions, uh, you know, that have already dropped two or three games. It, it it does seem a lot tighter. There's nobody really running away with their division. No, that's that's definitely the case. Uh, I mean, I think if you look at the top of the standings, there's still a couple of the familiar names there in Kansas City, who we just talked about, and Philadelphia, uh, who lost to the Chiefs in the Super Bowl last year. But a lot of the other teams up near the top of the table here are ones that haven't been in this position in, in quite a while. You look at Miami's having the best season it's had uh, in a couple of decades, Detroit looks like it's going to be back in the playoffs for the first time in quite a while. They haven't won a playoff game since 1991. Wow. I believe uh, Seattle Seahawks are back on the upswing. They obviously had a great run about a decade ago, but uh, have kind of been in a lull for a couple of years. Jacksonville Jaguars are six and two. Uh, so there's a lot of new blood up there at the top of the standings. And uh, with there really not being one prohibitive favorite at this point, uh, I think it shapes up to be a, a very exciting back half of the season uh, with a lot of contenders out there. 
And and how do you how do you think the Philly, that Phillies feeling with Jalen Hurts and AJ Brown? Uh, AJ Brown absolutely killing it at the moment. Um, do you think that they want to get back to that Super Bowl this year as and correct that score that uh, they lost to Kansas City last year? Uh, absolutely. I mean, if you're talking about pure talent, uh, uh, it's hard to put any team above Philadelphia right now. That they're seven and one, as you mentioned. AJ Brown has just been on an absolute rampage over the last two months or so. I believe he just set an NFL record for the most games with 125 receiving yards in a row. Uh, I might have that a little bit off, but he's been phenomenal lately. Jalen Hurts still one of uh, the most unique quarterbacks in the NFL just with uh, his passing ability combined with his rushing ability. The the QB sneak that they have there is just basically still undefeated. No team has been able to stop it over the last two seasons. So uh, they're certainly going to be one of those teams that's right there at the end. And, and I know people, a lot of people in Philadelphia are still kind of kicking themselves about the way that that Super Bowl ended. They had the lead in the fourth quarter. Uh, there was a kind of questionable penalty at the end. So, uh, yes, surely a lot of people over in Philly – uh, very much expect that team to be back in the Super Bowl and winning it this year. You mentioned the Detroit Lions earlier, and I, you know, I'm I, I picking. It must have been when Deion Sanders was still running around that they were at the, won their last playoff game. But that NFC North conference has always been one of the toughest to get out of. How just how good are Detroit? I mean, we're seeing them at the moment six and two. Is that a result of Detroit being better than everyone else, or is this uh, a little bit of the Aaron Rodgers syndrome? He's not there anymore, and it's even the pack. It's certainly a little bit of both. Uh, Green Bay has really fallen off this year uh, post Aaron Rodgers. The, his replacement, Jordan Love, showed some promise right at the beginning of the season, but uh, they've really dropped off in the last four or five weeks. Uh, Minnesota was making a nice run, but they just lost their quarterback, Kirk Cousins, uh, to a torn Achilles. He'll be out for the rest of the season. So uh, it's pretty clear a pretty clear lane for Detroit in that NFC North right now, which uh, is something that we haven't been able to say for quite a while. Uh, but even though they have benefited from some of the circumstances there, this is the best team they've had in decades. Uh, Dan Campbell, their coach, uh, is a former NFL player, a really kind of fiery old school type guy. He's really built a solid program there. They've got a lot lot of talent on that roster. Uh, Jameer Gibbs, the, their rookie running back, had a phenomenal game uh, on Thursday night football last night. So, uh, it's they're going to have to prove they can do it in the playoffs before teams are going to say, all right, yeah, that's a team that can actually win the Super Bowl. Uh, but they're certainly in a much better position than that franchise has been in probably most of their fans' lifetimes. One of the teams down here in New Zealand that's heavily supported um, is the Miami, Miami Dolphins. And what, what did you make of Jalen uh, Ramsey's debut in Sunday's win over the Patriots? Oh, he was great. Uh, it was... Uh, I was almost a little bit surprised, and I think he was even surprised himself because uh, that was his first game back from a pretty serious injury that kept him out for the first uh, seven weeks of the season. He said after the game that he didn't expect to play as much as he did, uh, but they had some injuries in the secondary. He basically took on a full workload uh, and was great. He had one of the, the game-changing plays in that game with his interception uh, against Mac Jones in the red zone. Uh, he's When he's healthy and he's playing to his to his level, to his potential. He's one of the best defensive players in the entire NFL. Uh, and if you look over with what they have, with, with what the Dolphins have on offense uh, in Tua Tungavailoa and then Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle at wide receiver, you add Ramsey to that mix. And 
this is a, a very scary, very dangerous team uh, that certainly has to be considered uh, as one of the top ones in the AFC right now. What about the 49ers? Another team that, that, that's got a lot of love down here from back in the Joe Montana and Steve Young days. Uh, that was, saw them surprise a few last season. The, the start of this season, 4-0. and But now they've lost the last three. Do you think uh, that is you know, Brock Purdy getting found out a bit? Or is that just because they had an easy run early? Yeah, I mean, talking about talented teams, I think when San Francisco is healthy, they're right up there at the top with anyone. Uh, they probably should have made the Super Bowl last year. They they ended up losing in the NFC Championship game because all of their quarterbacks got hurt. They were down to basically a running back playing quarterback at the end of that game. Uh, Brock Purdy has gotten a lot of love so far in his season in a season and a half with the Niners. He was the last pick in the NFL draft last year and has really outperformed all expectations, but he has struggled a little bit in these last couple of weeks. He's had some bad interceptions uh, also dealt with a concussion that, that kept him out for, for part of one game. Uh, and the Niners have dealt with some injuries on the defensive side uh, and to some of their other skill players as well. So uh, this was a team that was just bulldozing through teams for the first month of the season. Uh, and they have seemed to have been found out a little bit in these last couple of weeks. Uh, I still expect them to be, right there in the mix in the NFC by the end of the year. But uh, they've definitely taken a little bit of a step back in these last couple of games. Now, Zach, you work uh, pretty closely on the Patriots. And, of course, uh, they've had a storied history over the last few seasons. But this season uh, has not gone well. They they got uh, uh, dubbed by the, um, the Saints, lost 34-zip there. Um, and they've had a couple of other big losses to the Cowboys and things as well. Do you think Bill Belichick's time has come to an end? Will they make a change for next season? That is the single biggest storyline in, in all of Boston sports right now. Because, um, yeah, as you mentioned, this has been the worst season for Patriots football since Bill Belichick's first season, probably, all the way back uh, in 2000. They're 2-6 and six right now. They're last place in the entire AFC uh, and two of or Bill Belichick's two worst losses of his career uh, in terms of point differential have both come this season. Uh, they lost by 35 to the Cowboys. They lost by 34 to the Saints. Uh, they there are just so many problems with this team. Uh, they've dealt with some injuries and their offense just looks completely broken at this point. I don't know whether they're going to, to move on from Bill Belichick after this season. They're certainly closer to that point uh, than they've ever been. Uh, I don't know if some of the injuries that they've had maybe can buy him an extra year saying, hey, look at the roster I had to deal with. All of our best players were hurt. Uh, but I definitely think that Robert Kraft, the Patriots owner, certainly is putting – he's thinking about that more than he ever has. Uh, and we're at the point where if they do make a change after the season, uh, it really wouldn't be surprising, which would obviously be a, a pretty significant shift for the, the most dominant franchise in American sports over the last 25 years. Yeah, it's been absolutely massive. And what about the what about the Taylor Swift phenomenon over there? Um, <laughs> is 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 it taken away the shine of the the NFL, or is it actually added more to it? Uh, I think it's actually added more to it. Uh, I know there are some some diehards that are angry about just how much attention the the league and the media have given it, and and I understand that it does get to be a little bit much. Uh, I think it's died down a little bit over these last uh, couple of weeks, but I mean, if you look at the numbers in terms of the the viewer viewership and, and internet page views and all that stuff, 
it has brought in a pretty new uh, and large subset of fans who would not have cared about the NFL whatsoever uh, and now are just because Taylor Swift is dating Travis Kelsey. Uh, the, the Chiefs come to New England in a couple of weeks. Uh, it would be fun if they were still together at that point and I got to see that whole phenomenon take place down in Foxborough. But uh, yeah, it's definitely uh, been easily the biggest off-the-field storyline uh, in the NFL this year and it's probably overshadowed a lot of the good on-the-field ones, honestly. Do you think if they do break up, her next album is going to be called Third and Long? <laughs> I'm very excited to hear the uh, the eventual Travis Kelsey breakup songs when yeah. they come out in about a year and a half. Yeah. I think they'll get some good material there. Yeah, totally. Well, she is a billionaire now, apparently, so she could buy a franchise maybe. What do you reckon, the Tampa Bay Tay-Tays? <laughs> she can do basically whatever she wants at this point, honestly. Yeah, she can. All right. Hey, listen, just before we let you go, Zach, put you on the spot, get your, get your crystal ball out. Uh, Super Bowl, who's it going to be? Are we going to see a repeat? I'm going to say yes. Yeah, it's the easy answer. Those are two. Those are the teams yes. that are both in first place right now, but I still think that they're the, the most likely teams to come out uh, of each conference. Uh, I'll go Chiefs against Eagles uh, and Eagles getting it done this year and getting some revenge uh, for last season. I get uh, Eagles over Chiefs in the Super Bowl. Beautiful. You can follow Zach on uh, Twitter or X as it's now called, Zach Cox, N-E-S-N. Uh, check out his podcast as well. He is also uh, the uh, president of the New England Taylor Swift fan club, apparently. So, uh, Zach, thanks very much for your time. <laughs> Absolutely. Thanks, guys. Cheers. Go well. Zach Cox there with us Cheers, talking Zach. NFL. Uh, yeah, that, I mean, that is crazy. I don't know if you caught this yesterday, Kempi, but uh, we were, I was talking to, I think, Araha about it. Uh, so Kansas City went and played the Broncos. Oh, no, we were talking to Paul Mawadi about it. And they had, yeah. The Broncos hadn't beaten them for 15 years, and they played each other every two years. Uh, they played each other twice every year. So the Broncos finally get up and beat the Chiefs, and what do they do to celebrate? They play Taylor Swift songs over the tannoy. <laughs> How how good? Six, I think it was sixteen years was the last time that the Broncos had had got, had got that win, mate. How good that they just come out with it and really rub uh, rub salt into the into the wound, losing focus. I I honestly hope Rick that Jalen Jalen Hurts goes back mm. to the Super Bowl. I, you know, after watching that Super Bowl, uh, they thought they had that in the bag. And then Mahomes goes on a on an absolute run um, to get get the Forty ers back there. Um, sorry, um, the Chiefs. The Chiefs back there, and I just think that it'd be great to get back there again and see if Jalen Hurts can actually bring it home. Well, your nickname Kempy is the Chameleon because you you know you just kind of tend to go with <laughs> whatever's looking good, mate. Have you got a team in the NFL? Uh, I used to. I wasn't lying about the Miami Dolphins. I used to love their gear. You know, yep. I used to love the Miami Dolphins gear when I was at school, and I I I did have a, a Miami Dolphins hat and a Miami Dolphins top that I used to wear around all the time. Uh, Dan Marino some, on the back was it Marino? 13? Yeah, Dan Marino. Yeah, yep, all that. You know, you brought up a, a couple of good names there from way back in the day. Um, I used to love the Chicago Bears. That, oh yeah, that was another one. Uh, the fridge, remember that? I remember was, the fridge. A, a yeah. couple of we had a couple of fridges named in the NRL as well um, that that ran around and played. Uh, but but I when I look at the forty uh, the Jalen Hurts and what happened at uh, with Philly at the the last NFL Super Bowl, I sort of feel for him and I want him to get back there. I want him, I want him to get back there and I want to see whether or not he can actually shut a game out at that level. You know, it's a little bit like if you think about it, it's a little bit like the the NRL final, wasn't it? Where they thought they were home, yep. the Broncos at twenty four eight, and then they get run down. By, by a bloke who just goes on an absolute runner. 
in uh, Patrick Mahomes. So um, it'd be nice to see it go around again. And and to say that about the, the NRL, I'd love to see Brisbane and Penrith go around next year in the final. Oh, the Warriors are going to be there, obviously, because they've got Roger. Uh well, you want me to comment on that? Yeah, well, go on. Go on. What do you reckon? I, <laughs> I, I, I know that there was so much. Everybody's like, oh, we're so close, so close. We've got Roger next year. We'll be there. We'll be there. What do you reckon? No. No, no I won't be there. Too no, far I away still? Be, oh, look, I think the ageing roster, I think, you know, the thing that people need to realise is that every player had an outstanding season. And that's that's unusual, you know. So I don't think that every player again next year is going to have an outstanding season. Um, and to get to Brisbane and Penrith, they're going to have to go to another level. But that's every single player. And I just don't think that'll happen. As a Parramatta Eels fan, I know what that feels like. Because remember, we made the grand final last year and got nowhere near yep. it this year. Yeah. And, and I think, you know, that's probably um, the realist in me looking at it. I hope that they can, you know, there's too many variables around Roger, mate, playing in the centres. Mm. You know, he's never played there before at, at NRL level consistently for 20, 24 weeks. Um, defending there, I, look, I, I think he may start there. I don't think he ends up there. Yeah, okay. It'd be interesting interesting because all that's coming out, and we've heard this a couple of times from Chance, is that he's talked to Webster and Webster's guaranteed him the fullback spot. Well, yep. And I would say that a lot of players have talked to coaches and CEOs about being, at a, one, being a one-team player and being at a club forever, and uh, they've been promised the world and it never happens. Hmm. Okay, all right. Well, we'll have to wait and see on that one. It is 7.22 here on SENZ. Keep your texts rolling through to us as well on double eight double three. We'll get to more of those after this. Uh, need a new mobile plan? Visit Kogan Mobile. You're listening to Izzy and Kempi for breakfast. Thanks to Chemist Warehouse, keeping you healthy this spring. Up the wires.